Welcome, everyone, to your Marvel movie podcast by Fantastic Geek, the official, unofficial voice of the Marvel Cinematic Community. My name is Matt, and joining me, as always, is Pete. Hello, Pete. Hello, Matt. Hello, everyone. It's been a while, and obviously the pandemic has played a major role in that. This, the first year since 2009. 11 years that we will not have a Marvel Cinematic Universe film released. Yes, Pete, in the last, what, week and a half or so, the the widely expected occurred, which is the moving of uh, Black Widow, which had been May 2020, then uh, November 2020, to what I, I, I think most would agree is the probably firm date uh, of May 7th, 2021, so a full year for the delay, uh, them's the breaks, and uh, we're going to talk about what 2021 is going to look like, because I have to admit, Pete, shaping up to be quite a good year for the MCU at the movie theaters. My one concern is, do the dates get kicked down the road again? If only, Matt, Marvel had some digital release apparatus in people's homes already that had been tested with a major release. Well, you, of course, refer to uh, Mulan being a, a premier access uh, release there. Uh, truly, Pete, only the mouse can know uh, what the numbers were. But tangential data initially was suggesting that it made in the neighborhood of $200 million. Uh, actually, as of today, there's some similarly tangential data to suggest maybe a little south of that, like $130 million. Uh, in both cases, it probably does not, uh, on its own, make the movie profitable. In fact, I would say, surely, even if that's a ballpark number, the movie cost about $200 million to make. Um, I think the Mulan experiment was a good one for a variety of reasons, including the fact that now that people have seen it and the product is out there and it's not beloved uh, and, an, and an instant classic in this country, nor in Europe, nor in China, um, probably it was headed for, for you know, a, a smaller, uh, you know, perfect, uh, no corona release than had been anticipated. But I think it showed Disney the whole apparatus and who's interested and who do you get, what kind of accounts click on it. You know, is it the accounts that just watch uh, the Mandalorian and X-Men films and Marvel movies, or is it the, the account that has you know, different sub-accounts and kid access and whatnot. But I feel like, and obviously, Pete, super, super difficult to say what will the world like uh, look like next May. But I think if we're all feeling safer about going to the movies because of low numbers and or uh, a vaccine, I feel like that May 7th date is probably good enough to get the movie to simply release, even if it might be a little softer than is anticipated. I'm not going into a movie theater until there's a vaccine. And I know the speculation anywhere from later this month, October 2020, to, you know, the winter, on and on. Um, and we're hopeful and all that. Uh, I know there's increasing talk, and there was a, a letter out today signed by a number of Hollywood industry types concerned about the viability in the short term and the long term of movie theater chains. But again, this is a 2020 and on issue. 
the idea of streaming is not going away. And movie theaters, and we've had plenty of experience in them in terms of upkeep, in terms of environment. Um, it's just kind of shocking that they pushed on this second date. I get it, and it's a year delay, and everybody else has done it. But I really, really hope they have the plan D of, all right, we can't do this May 7th if we're still dealing with it. Let's hope we're not. And they have the online apparatus. I mean, I was a proponent of the idea of putting it on a streamer or just pay-per-view prior to the whole Mulan premiere access. Um, I don't think that Black Widow was the one to start with. I think, as you said before, they gained a lot of knowledge with Mulan. And I think you could tier price different releases based on demand, based on popularity, et cetera, et cetera. I'd even get to the point where maybe you're adding incentives. Okay, you know, $30 is you know, the, the price they've created on Mulan and you have that access indefinitely until everybody else gets it, what, Thanksgiving or like the first week of December. Um, and then maybe you throw in some, some extras on top of that, you know, some perks or a lower tier price of, you know, all right, it's $20 and you get it for a 24 hour period or something like that. I have to wonder too if maybe we, you know, here we're referring to it as the Mulan experiment. I wonder if you get, uh, if you get a Black Widow experiment. For example, let's imagine that come May seventh, um, let's imagine that uh, again, difficult to forecast, and I'm not even sure how to measure what I'm about to propose. But let's just say, for the sake of argument, seventy five percent of uh, movie theaters are open on May seventh. Again, however you measure that, or 75% of moviegoers are comfortable going, 25% are not, something like that. If the goal is for Black Widow to end up in Captain Marvel territory, which is probably a good kind of financial comparison, uh, Captain Marvel made $1.1 billion at the box office uh, in 2019. So here's what I'm trying to say, Pete. Maybe in the first month of Black Widow's release, you know, most movies making most of their money in the first even three weeks. But let's say after the first month you go, all right, you know what? The movie's made $700 million worldwide. Uh, that's kind of, sort of, our 75% available or open or willing to go. Um, let's, you know, we know it's going to end up on um, Disney Plus in four months, five months, six months. Let's do the $15 you know, kind of, if you will, second run movie theater, I'm sure they would call it premiere access yet again, but you know, let, let's do a, Ju uh, a June 15th release because at that point, Black Widow will have made all the money it's going to make. And that might be a good time to just hit people up again, where they're going to say, um, you know, I went now I'll get the $15 one to watch with the family or I held off. All right. You didn't get $30 out of the three of us, but you get the 15 you know, so maybe there's that where, or again, it's kind of, it's not the, the grand premiere, but it's the, you still call it premiere access to get it early and, and see what that gets you. Does that close the gap of a couple hundred million dollars? Maybe yes, maybe no. I think anything's got to be on the table and creative solutions are going to win the day. 
But here we are, Matt. We are talking, and we have not been able to put a movie on this podcast since way back when, what, uh, Spider-Man Far From Home was the last uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movie release, the last one we've been able to update on this feed with all the films. Uh, Thank goodness for Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., am I right? Well, Pete, uh, if you had been listening to our Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. podcast lately, that final season now has come and gone. Uh, So Marvel Television basically gone as well. Uh, Yes, later this month, Hellstrom is coming out. It has had the Marvel label stripped from it. Uh, It has had any association with Marvel stripped from it. Indeed, Pete, I have to admit, I was not aware that... um, uh, Hellstrom and the the long since at this point canceled Ghost Rider series. They were going to be in their own uh, Marvel TV classification called Adventure Into Fear. Pete, did you know that Adventure Into Fear was a Marvel TV label at some point? Uh, no, and uh, it's not. <laughs> so, I mean, yes, Hellstrom is going to be uh, released in about 15 days time to Hulu. Um as near as I can tell Pete, it's just, I mean, there's some advertising out there, but it's, it's just being shot out of a cannon. Um, Burnt but, off, I believe is the term. Uh, but we do have some Marvel cinematic universe, of course, in 2020. What's that Pete? So in the last 10 days to a week, we've gotten the WandaVision trailer we've gotten we got first the confirmation that it would be out in 2020 uh and then we got a trailer i think two or three days later and uh we've begun a wandavision podcast by fantastic geek feed on itunes and through our website so you can certainly check that out it is actually the first wandavision podcast on apple Podcasts, so you, you know where to find us uh but the speculation about when in 2020 uh, running amok and the belief that they will not run concurrently, uh, you know, marquee products, the Mandalorian beginning Friday, October 30th, eight episodes, eight Fridays, provided they go on Fridays and don't double up in weeks as they did twice last year to avoid the Friday of the rise of Skywalker uh, coming out that they would finish a week before Christmas. And then Friday, uh, Christmas day, December 25th is wide open. Yeah. And that certainly seems to be the most likely release. I know there had been the briefest rumor, you know, it's going to be out on Thanksgiving. And this was like a day or two after we had talked WandaVision on, uh, you know, over on the WandaVision podcast, I believe. And it was like, oh, this messed up our prognostication. And it was like, wait, time out. Truly, nobody is doing, um, they're not releasing these two things together, these two super high-end things together. I will mention, Pete, the idea of WandaVision being released in December um, is something that, that, Indeed, not only is it a more recent solution to things, but it's also, uh, it comes from the before times 
Uh, there's an article on TV Line from from February uh, that mentions that WandaVision is on track for a December premiere. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pete, this was also the headline on February 4th, 2020 was Mandalorian set for early return. Okay, that was true. Disney plus Marvel slate starts in August. Uh, of course, you know, five weeks after this article was published, filming was stopped and the virus, you know, spreading to this country, so on and so forth. But um Here's my point. I think the plan was always that it was going to end up in December. It just happens to, you know, the solution of take Falcon the Winter Soldier, hold it for later so you can finish it, you know, with with uh, numbers uh, having declined. Uh, I was going to say on the decline. I don't think that's, that's the, the case, unfortunately. But um, and then just continue with the schedule from there. It seems like all is well at Disney Plus for the October, November, December, January uh, run. For all the discussion about the 28,000 jobs that Disney's preparing to cut, the majority of them coming in the parks for obvious reasons, um, it's it's not as bleak as it may seem. Um, and like you're saying, these were dates that were pretty much where they were going to be. I would argue that maybe The Mandalorian would have been a little earlier in October we get the date on Star Trek Discovery, middle of the month. I don't think they wanted to crowd one weekend around each other, and the CBS All Access people had, had gotten that date first. Who knows even if one aware or the other, just speculating. But uh, that Falcon and the Winter Soldier has punted on 2020, and we'll still get one in 2020. The subject of a poll that we ran... Would you want all your WandaVision at once, you know, your Marvel movie for 2020, Team Pete, and then Team Matt over there of, you know, please, sir, may I have some more once a week for however many weeks stretching into 2021. So go ahead and gloat, Matt. Yeah, like it was like a like, like a two thirds, two thirds of the voters. I was a it took, you took me to the woodshed. Come on, I can handle it. I can but- handle it. Pete, here's why I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised because we're Fantastic Geek. Because the people who are following us on Twitter, who are listening to our podcasts, look, we all wish that we could do all you could eat for or the all you could eat buffet for these shows. But in the interim, while you can't, shows worth watching and thinking about and podcasting and listening to podcasts about, you want to have that time to ruminate. You want to have that time to theorize. You want to have that time to research. Uh, to have that water, water cooler discussion, I think that's more important now than ever. Um, so I think that there is, you know, on the one hand, had they released all the episodes, it would have been like a Marvel movie. But I think they know this this massively expensive venture that is Disney Plus. Twenty twenty is a blip in in that experience, and let's give people six great weeks. Um, which hopefully between that, between Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming out, hopefully does get us back to that back to that movie schedule in a really uh, solid way. And and maybe Pete, maybe we could even we can look past these troubled times and uh, and and maybe we do get the movie schedule as uh, as scheduled right now. So beyond Black Widow, May seventh, twenty twenty one, Matt. What else is on tap? For next year, you know, some of which was on tap for this year. Well, there's uh, Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings coming out July 9th. Uh, That is uh, filming now. It has resumed filming, I believe, in Australia. Um, 
So again, just real back of the envelope estimation here. I feel like if they're film, I don't know how much was filming or you know had been filmed. I don't know much know how much is left, but I feel like just back of the envelope, and you say, guys, uh, shoot fast. We're not doing twenty takes to get you know how are you just right. Like let's move here because we don't know what the future is going to hold. I feel like a July release uh, is probably doable. Uh, then you have November fifth of twenty twenty one is the release of Eternals. Uh, that is in post-production, so worse comes to worse. There's got to be an easy contingency plan. You just flip those two. Uh, then Pete appears to be coming together fast and furious, uh, though still in pre-production. The untitled Spider-Man Far From Home sequel is dated for December 17th, 2021. So though that, the Kevin Feige, Amy Pascal, Marvel Studios, Columbia, uh, you know, group production there, 2021 offering up the prospect currently and honestly pete i don't remember what 2021 looked like you know uh 10 months ago what the what the movie schedule was but the way it is now four marvel movies black widow in may shang chi in july eternals in november spider-man far from home three in december pete i will take that especially we'll, we'll talk in a second what 2022 might hold for us but that is one heck of a way for marvel studios to come roaring back in 2021 playing that catch-up ball absolutely and as dr strange is about a month to maybe six weeks out from production um some casting interesting casting stunt casting possibly there which has now extended to the spider-man sequel yeah and, and i guess i don't know pete you know i run spoiler free but Pete, this is a crazy world. I don't know if we're seeing Spider-Man Far From Home that has yet to start that, filming. That's hole up in his house just exposing himself to spoilers. That's what COVID has done. Um, but just today, The Hollywood Reporter reporting that Jamie Foxx is back as Electro in, you know, Far From Home 3, for lack of a better title. Um, does that mean multiverse? Does that mean... <laughs> the, Pete, here's my personal theory. Kevin Feige was like, you know what, Columbia... Uh, I'm going to show you which of these fingers I think makes you number one. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to do the Electro Spider-Man movie that should have been done, that you could have dominated with, that was a disappointment at $750 million uh, worldwide box office and led to the cancellation of that series. The Sony hack didn't help either. Um, but there's that. And then slightly more sketchy rumors, but rumors, Pete, I want to believe that obviously in doctor strange in the multiverse of madness there's going to be you know the multiverse and all these different uh alternative existences the best case scenario and pete this is worth i think it's worth spoiling but if you don't want to listen to this folks skip ahead about 60 seconds the idea that doctor strange might visit an alternate earth where uh the face of tony stark or the tony stark actor however you want to look at it where it's tom cruise playing tony stark bring that on Bring in 15 more things like it. It could just mm -hmm. be for the briefest of jokes. It could be however you want to do it. I say bring I it on. I things... Morgan Freeman to voice Groot. Pete, it's, it's long since been old news that uh, uh, Doctor Strange director Scott Derrickson uh, left the project uh, or left you know Doctor Strange 2 uh, due to creative differences. Seems to be he wanted that more scary PG-13 
you know, make the young kids really cry and leave the theater kind of thing. <laughs> um, and I think probably, uh, you know, Disney, Marvel, et cetera, said, why don't we just do wacky weird uh, and, and instead? Uh, and he has been replaced as director by Sam Raimi, who, I mean, uh, Pete, I feel a little bad for Scott Derrickson, but now I don't feel bad anymore because I see Scott Raimi's name there. So it'll all work out there. Um, let alone Pete, so sandwiched in between, um, uh, well, I guess, no, pardon me, not sandwiched in between. We're now in 2022 for Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. That's March. About five weeks before, six weeks before, is when Thor uh, Love and Thunder is supposed to come out, directed by Taika Waititi, written by him and Oscar nominee uh, Jennifer Caton Robinson. Pete, the expectation that it's going to be the you know Thor and all the, the Thor group in there but also some screen time to the Guardians of the Galaxy. Mm -hmm. So we might be looking at a May 2021 to March 2022 run where there's six movies, where there's multiverse bending, where there's, you know, you got Guardians in my Thor, you got Jamie Foxx in my Spider-Man, you all of this stuff. It could be really, really wonderful. Yeah, so obviously the delay in gratification in what 2020s turned into um, assuming we make it to 2021, Matt, uh, you know, could be could be one heck of a run, one heck of a ride. And then what we've now covered is the is the announced uh, the announced phase four uh, for Marvel. And obviously that could change. But Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, uh, Spidey Home 3, Thor, Love and Thunder and Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness. That's. Uh, that's your phase four also in the mix, but not necessarily attached to a phase. And, and obviously in the case of the first movie, I'm going to mention uh, many, many questions need to be answered on the production end. Um, but there is black Panther two that is under underway in development in some capacity uh, that's penciled in for May 6th of 2022. Uh, and then captain Marvel two for that summer for July 8th, 2022. Um, so, the exact role that those movies are playing in terms of the, the phases and then obviously, you know, near insurmountable uh, questions to figure out how to make the best Black Panther 2 uh, now, you know, after the passing of Chadwick Boseman, that'll all get sorted out. And that's that's for farther down the line, certainly. And then, you know, though they will appear in Thor Love and Thunder at some point, Guardians of the Galaxy are going to get their third volume. And, you know, that group will get their swan song there. So lots to look forward to, even if we have to wait a little while longer for it. Yeah, I think it's going to make, you know, let's get to May. Hopefully the world is more normal. Hopefully many of us are feeling comfortable about going to the movies, whatever that looks like, you know, post vaccine, post whatever. Um, I mean, the prospect that again, in 2021 and 2022, currently four Marvel movies each along with, uh, along with WandaVision this year, uh, Loki, uh, Falcon, the winter soldier kind of winter 2021, then Loki and, and whatnot. And then more of the shows, uh, coming out for 2022 it's a great time to be playing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. And we'll certainly be here playing along with you. Uh, obviously, we're doing Star Trek Lower Decks now. We have Star Trek Discovery coming right up 
after that and concurrent with Discovery, we're going to be diving into season two of The Mandalorian. Uh, and we will get you to WandaVision. But uh, while we will not be podcasting Hellstrom, and they made that decision for us because does not bear the Marvel brand, we will be talking about it. So you can find that on one of our podcasts at some point. And certainly, you know, in terms of the Marvel movie podcast feed, we will, we will dust it off as news develops. Um, obviously, we've dipped into some of the Marvel Studios TV here uh i think only fitting as we kind of lay out the course for the next six months eight months 12 months etc but uh certainly as marvel movie news continues we're gonna we're gonna get to podcasting that right away and uh continuing that conversation with our audience all of that helped out by the good people of patreon.com slash fantastic geek indeed pete so proud to be listener supported especially in these these times that are tough for so many and uh just wonderful to know particularly this is the time of year as we as we head into uh fall and winter when a lot of those annual bills recur so thank you to everybody who supports us on patreon.com slash fantastic geek and uh pete if money is a little tight in uh in either the 616 or the universe that you are in <laughs> uh how else can people support the podcast Get yourself over to Apple Podcasts. Leave us a rating. Take seconds. You could leave us a review. It takes a little bit longer, but just as appreciated. Well, Pete, how can people be in touch with you to talk about this upcoming slate of Marvel TV? Oh, what used to be Marvel TV, Marvel Studios, Disney Plus television releases, and Marvel movies. You can find me on Twitter at Peter, P-I-E-T-E-R-J-K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R. K-E-T-E-L-A-A-R. 11,583 followers. Can't be wrong. And while I'm personally on Twitter as Looking Back Lost, do be in touch with the podcast. Comment on FantasticGeek.com. Check us out on Twitter, Instagram, Gmail, where we are Fantastic Geek as well. But wait, Pete, there's more. Facebook.com slash Fantastic Geek. All one word with the P, with the H, like it today. Well, we will talk more Marvel movies when the schedule allows, when news permits, etc. Until then, Pete... I will say adios to all our listeners and give you the final word. Stay safe out there.